Hey there, Dad. Hey, how you doing? Blessed and highly favored. How are you doing? I'm fine. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I saw the I saw the messages flying back and forth earlier, and I just said a quick prayer for you, and I I just called it good and put it behind me. That's what we have to do. So uh, how far did you guys make it last night? Uh, Gwen's not here, and she won't be here for about another 15 minutes. Uh, I think 11 in uh, Proverbs chapter 17? Yes. Okay. Okay. I can tell when we read it. All right. <coughs> okay. So there's mom right there. Yeah, in the car, baby. I hope it doesn't make so much noise that you it causes you distraction. That's okay. Do you know how far you guys made it last night? Before, before it closed off? Oh, no, you mean, no, oh, oh, okay, the, the verses. Uh, through six, I believe, baby. Verse six? I think we only did six or seven verses, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, there's one that, um, if you tell me what it says, I can tell you if that's the one. Children's children are the crown of old men and the glory of children are their fathers. Uh, we did that one, but by golly, we could afford to go over that one again. Okay. All right. We'll just start right there tonight. Um, <clears throat> Jacob's here. He's got all this. He's got all of his friends over, so we have a we got a full crew tonight. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Okay. So uh, we'll say our prayers and get rolling. All right. Yeah. Okay. Father, thank you for this opportunity to come together before your word. Please feed your sheep. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Open our eyes, open our ears. Please bless the gathering that's coming before your word tonight. Help us to understand all we read. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So we're in uh, Proverbs chapter 17, verse 6. If any of you guys want a Bible, there's a whole bunch of them there. Jake, hand them Bibles. Hand them the blue ones. Okay, if they want Bibles, hand it out. All right, verse 6. Children's children are the crown of old men. And the glory of children are their fathers. Well, that's pretty obvious that a man's grandchildren are his glory, right? A man's grandchildren are his glory, and his children's glory is his own. So the legacy through our children, what we teach our children, what our children do in, in their life, it is our glory. And, uh, and, uh, Sometimes men nowadays, we get lost in that. We go seeking our own glory. We spend our entire career seeking our own glory. It's not supposed to be that way. God never made it that way. Our glory is supposed to be through the legacy that we leave through our children. Right. The, the Amplified Version that we read last night said, 
that the, the children's glory is their father who lives a righteous life. That that's what they're most, most proud of and try to emulate. That's a good version. That's a good version. If only we have yeah. children that take it that way, huh? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think you're so perfect, yeah. <laughs> so, verse 7. Excellent speech, excellent speech becomes not a fool, much less do lying lips a prince. Another translation of that says, excellent speech is not suitable in a fool, much less deceitful speech that's in a prince. Mm-hmm. So Boy, a man that's that in a position by the Lord should not find himself telling lies. There are a lot of folks in our government today that would be do well to heed those words. God placed them where they are. They're not to be telling lies and deceitful words. A gift, verse 8, a gift is as a precious stone in the eyes of him that has it. Whithersoever it turns, it prospers. Another translation of that is, now we know that in, in the book of Proverbs, a lot of times the word bribe has been translated as the word gift. So I'm going to read you a translation that uses the word bribe. A bribe is a precious stone in the eyes of him that has it. Whithersoever it turns, or whichever it turns, whatever facet it has, it it prospers, it shines to him. So a man that takes a bribe, he, he covets. We know the three ways that Satan comes in. We've talked about this. It's the pride of the it's the pride of the the it's the lust of lust of the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Pride of life yes. and lust of the flesh. Yes. Yes. So that one would be, that one would fall under one of our lusts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lusting of the eyes. He that covers a transgression seeks love, but he that repeats a matter separately separates very friends. Yes, it does. Which uh, an easier to read translation says. He who covers up a misdeed, he's doing it to foster friendship. But he who gossips about it will separate even dear friends. Yes, it will. So sometimes we cover up something and we don't talk about it for the sake of our friendship, for the sake of brotherhood. So that things can heal, so that things can move past that situation. I think that was God's way. In, to put it in the Bible like that, I think it was God's way to tell us that sometimes not saying something is not lying. Yeah. Sometimes not saying something is not wicked. You it, don't have to say everything you know. Yeah. And 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 I and that I'll also give a reminder to some of the other folks that are on. It's all about your heart. And this yeah. and this exemplifies that. God doesn't look at our outside actions. God looks at our heart. And when he's looking at our heart and seeing that we're doing something that on the surface might seem not right, 
withholding some information from someone. But if we're doing it for a just and righteous cause, then God counts it as righteousness. But earlier in Proverbs, something I was sharing with Cindy, earlier in Proverbs, it said, if you know about a matter and you keep your mouth shut, it is sin. And in that case, it's talking about if you know wickedness, if you know that somebody is doing something wicked and you don't warn people, then that is yeah, I gave an example when we read that verse. I gave an example about the the black guy that used to work at at my previous employment. And yeah. and and so if you know about some evil that somebody's done against somebody, if you're a witness, if you're a witness to something that's unjust, and you decide to keep your mouth shut and let that injustice let that injustice prevail then you find yes. yourself in a bad situation with God. Well, not just prevail, but actually it came out of my mouth unbidden while I was giving Cindy advice about keeping her mouth shut uh, about somebody that did wrong, her, an employee that did wrong, and, and, then, and it came out. And then went, ah, it, I see. Okay, Lord, it means if you know these people will hurt somebody else. It is your duty to warn them. Oh yeah, absolutely. If we have a coworker or we have or we know somebody else that has done something or is continuing to do something that hurts other people in any way, shape, or form, even hurts the employer. And you yes, and exactly. you keep your mouth shut about it, you're unfaithful. You're wrong. If, you you are that is if sin. you know that your coworkers are stealing from from their your boss, but you're but you're yes. not stealing. So you like to justify it to yourself and say, "I'm not stealing. I'm I'm, okay I'm just minding my own business." But you yeah. know that your coworkers are stealing, and you're supposed to serve your Lord, your Master, your employers like you're serving God. <coughs> so if you're silent, as God is getting robbed. We're not so righteous then, in our, are we? No. He calls it sin. Sin is sin. It's a tough thing. Knowing when to open your mouth. Knowing when to open your mouth. It's, yeah. Lifelong study in, in that, yeah. Again, from that side, that's one side of the coin, and what I mentioned earlier is the other side of the coin. It's yes, all about exactly. the attitude of our hearts. It's all about the attitude of the hearts. Covering up for wickedness is the same as aiding and abetting. Yep. Yeah. You might as well have your hand in there. Verse 10. A reproof or a correction enters more into a wise man than a hundred stripes will affect a fool. Oh, that is and, Ain't that the truth? So... So a person that has wisdom, when they're corrected, when they, when they, especially when we hear God's word and we know that it applies to us or we know it applies to a situation in our life, we know it and it sinks in and we get it. 
then it's more effective when you have wisdom, when you have the Lord's wisdom and understanding upon you, when the spirit of wisdom is there to help you gather that, take that in to your heart. It's better than, than a fool takes a hundred lashes on their back. A fool can take a hundred lashes and still not get the message. That's exactly right. An evil man seeks only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Or, or here's, a, here's another translation. An uncontrolled man is only looking for trouble. So a cruel servant will be sent against him. So that's, that's God's math. That's God's justice. That's God's justice. Uh, Raiden was reading us a story in the truck from the news. Um, a, kind of a funny story, but it applies here. There's a guy in an alley beating up his girlfriend. And there was some group of people coming along dressed up in animal costumes. Horses and a pink dragon and a yellow lion and some such. And the people in the animal costumes beat the living tar out of the guy that was beating up his girlfriend. And I said, that's justice. That's justice, right? That's God's justice. <laughs> Not only did that guy get beat up by a bunch of people in animal costumes, but when he gets into the jail and they find out he got beat up by a pink dragon, he's got another whooping coming. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> so, so God says that's God's promise right there that applies to that. An evil man, he wants to do evil things. He wants to rebel against God. He wants to do evil things. So somebody, somebody crueler than him, somebody or or five people in costumes crueler than him are going to come along and they're going to teach him a lesson. Yeah, you know, and then MS 13 is going to find out that he got beat up by a pink, pink dragon when he gets into the jail. So, let a bear, verse 12 says, Let a bear robbed of her wealth meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. We've read this before in uh, Proverbs chapter 3 or, or, or 4. We, we read the same piece of, of wisdom that it's you know it's it's dangerous to run into a bear that has babies yeah you know what god's word says it's more dangerous for you to run into a fool more dangerous to run into a fool so avoid the fools run, walk away from them don't associate with them verse 13 says whoso rewards evil for good evil shall not depart from their home. So when somebody does good to them and they reward evil, evil will not depart from their home. What they do is they open up the door to a spirit that brings evil and wickedness upon them if they return good for evil. That's right. That's God's law right there. That's God's natural law right there. It's going to happen. It will absolutely happen. 
I'm going to read two more verses tonight, and we'll we'll put a cap on it. All right. The beginning of strife is as in one lets out water. Therefore, leave off contention before it be meddled with. And and so uh, another translation of that is the start of strife is like the opening of a dam. Therefore, check a quarrel before it begins. Before the fight starts, stop it. Yeah, you can you can stop a leak in a dam when it first starts by just putting something in it. That's true. If you allow it to not be in it, then it it bum open. That's right. And and sometimes when you're opening up a dam or you're opening up a waterway or a spillway, the force when the force of the water starts coming through, you can't stop it. It was a lot easier to hold the water back when it was when it was uh, just a dynamic weight, yeah, that, or, or a static weight. I'm sorry, than it is to to check it once it, does, it once it's dynamic, right? So uh, it takes a lot more force to stop it after it begins moving. Yeah. So that that also applies to conflict. We almost always have an opportunity to keep our mouth shut when conflict is coming. Exactly. We almost always have an opportunity in there where we could have just closed our eyes, swallowed our pride, and let it go. Mm-hmm. It's when we decide to push against that that the conflict comes. Verse 15, he that justifies the wicked and he that condemns the just, even they are both an abomination to the Lord. Amen. So the Is one that... that justifies the wicked, the one that tries to defend the wicked, yep. the one that tries to agree with the wicked or say how good the wicked is, and he that condemns the just, he that he that goes and, and is a false witness against the just or claims that somebody doing good things is doing bad things. Right. They are an abomination to the Lord. Yes. And we can all think of some people nowadays that are doing that. Exactly. Dad, the floor is yours. So, Father, thank you for your word. It's so pure, so pure and so teaching. And Lord, let us gain wisdom from the word that you have provided for us, Father. And through this wisdom, get knowledge. And with knowledge, get understanding. And Lord, we're grateful that we can do that through your word. Let it speak to us, Lord, every day of our lives, Father. Thank you for caring for us and loving us. Thank you for all that are on this call tonight, Father. We ask your blessings over each one. I pray, Lord, for Sky and Maria as they grow in grace and knowledge of you. ask, Lord, you do a mighty work in all of their lives. I lift up John to you, Father. For direction, guy, and for uh, Aaron and Elise, ask Lord that you will watch over them and just bless their lives and take Tannis's life, Father, and draw him to yourself. I pray for Jacob and Raiden and their friends that are there tonight. I ask Lord that you bless them. I pray your blessings over Gwen. Uh, be with her as she drives home. And uh, touch Mel and Catherine and Cecilia, Father. Just uh, bring direction, Lord, for our lives. 
and the hope that we have in you, Father. And we're so, so eternally grateful for your care. And Lord, we lift up our lives because things are going on exactly through what these verses are talking about, Father. And I, I pray, Father, for your correcting spirit, your Holy for touched lives, Father. I come against the evil that has engulfed our country. All the principalities and powers and tools of darkness. I tear down this stronghold of oppression. You have no authority. Through the blood of Jesus, we cast you out. And Father, we lift up our president, Lord, give him wisdom and guidance. And help him, Father, in every decision that he makes. Thank you, Father, for the debunking of all the lies. Lord, the debunking in three hours in court. In the Supreme Court of the Senate Court, Lord, today, and we just praise you. Thirty-six hours of false information debunked in two hours, and we just thank you, Lord. You're you're able, Lord, the utmost to give direction, Father, to the righteous. Lord, let us walk in righteousness. Let us walk in peace. So we pray these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Good night, family. Good night, guys. Love you. Good night, my baby.